verses that we're looking at tonight, they tell us what wisdom looks like, what it looks like to be wise, and how we can be wise. Uh, and the rest of the book of Proverbs that we'll be looking over the series of, of 10 weeks, that we'll be dipping in and out of, they're going to flesh this out. And you might ask tonight, you might ask, okay, right, I'm not wise, I need to be wise, but, but does it really matter? Like, does, does it really matter? Can I not just get, like, a, a little wisdom? Can I not just scrape by on the bare minimum of wisdom and leave it there? You know, like, the way you need, is it a, a C, a GCSE English? If you want to get, like, employment in the future, you need, like, a minimum of a C. Can I not just get, like, a C in wisdom and then move on in my life? Is wisdom not like a, a bit like Pythagoras' theorem, right? You know, where you need to know enough about it to get by, but then when you grow up, you're all going to have like calculators on your phones like your teacher said you wouldn't, and you can just like Google things if you're not too sure. Is, is wisdom not a bit like that? Well, no. Proverbs 1 verse 5, it says this. It says, let the wise hear and increase in learning. In other words, you see, if you're a bit wise, you see if you're just even a tiny bit wise, the wise thing to do is to be wiser. To listen to God as he teaches us in Proverbs so that we can have more wisdom, so we can live fuller lives, so that we can flourish more beautifully. To say, I only want a little bit of wisdom. It's like saying at Christmas time, I only want one piece of dessert. What? It's like saying at my rallies in the summer, I only want one scoop of ice cream. Foolish, madness, daft, off your rocker. It's great. Wisdom is great and it makes a difference in your life. In fact, wisdom can make all the difference in your life. So what difference does it make? And what does it look like? Let's, let's look at the text. Proverbs 1 verses 2 to 3 says this. It's on the screen. To know wisdom and instruction. To understand words of insight. To receive instruction in wise dealing. In righteousness justice and equity. This is what Proverbs is all about. It, it, it wants to help us be wise. And if you look at verse two, there's kind of three things going on there. Um, there's wisdom, instruction, and understanding. And all, all three of these things refer to wisdom as we would describe, but maybe in different ways. And what verse two really is doing, it, it's showing us the all-encompassing nature of wisdom. See, wisdom isn't like a school subject. You know what if you go to school, um, history has nothing really to do with physics. Uh, and what you learn in physics has nothing really to do with what you learn in English literature. And what you learn in English literature has nothing really to do with learning for life and work or, or citizenship. And what you learn in citizenship or learning for life and work has nothing to do with anything at all. You, you know, wisdom, wisdom isn't like that. Wisdom deals with every single aspect of your life. See everything about you, see everything about who you are as a person, as a character, how you think, how you feel, how you act, what you do, wisdom has something to say. The use of the word wisdom there in verse 2, it has to do with how you can thrive in life. It's about strong character. When my wife and I, when we're finding things tough, when we're feeling a wee bit sad, we have this jokey saying that we say to each other, if we say, how are you doing? We say, yeah, I'm surviving, not thriving, Right? Book of Proverbs isn't about surviving, not thriving. It's about surviving and thriving. It's about living a full, wholesome, wonderful life. In the New Testament book, the book of James, 
James picks up on what wisdom here means, and he says this is on screen. He says, look how he describes wisdom, godly wisdom. It's pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's reasonable, it's merciful, it's fruitful, it's fair, and it's genuine. Do you see that? And then verse 18 says this, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. In other words, those who are wise, if you are wise, you will make an impact on the world around you. If you are wise in character, you're going to make a difference in this world. People who are wise thrive, and they help others to thrive as well. Those who are wise have deep, rich character. But Proverbs goes on, it says, not just wisdom, but it says also instruction. And that refers to not just our character, but beyond that, about our moral, upright living. So it's an extension on our character. And again, when we live well, when we live morally and ethically, that's when we thrive. God has created us to live in a certain way, and when we live that certain way, we're going to thrive as human beings. And the world that we live in, right, it has a lot of different voices competing for your attention. Even, even at CE tonight, you probably have a lot of different voices competing for your attention right now. Your phone might be vibrating in your pocket. The person beside you might be trying to whisper in your ear. I'm speaking through this microphone trying to convince you that wisdom is good. You have lots of different voices competing for your attention right here. And as you go out into the world, you have even more voices competing for your attention. And they're saying, I'm right, they're wrong. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And you're going to need wisdom to know what instruction is right. What instruction is in line with God and God's plan for this world that he's created so that you can thrive. You can thrive as someone that God has created to live in this world. You're going to need wisdom to know how to keep God's law. To live a life of love for God and others. You might come here, you might go to church. You might hear, you might hear a certain phrase, love God, love others. You've probably heard that, right? Even my two-year-old knows that. He says, love God, love others. You know you need to love God and love others. But what does that look like? What does it mean for me to be someone who loves and loves well? What does it mean for you to love someone that you hate? What does it mean to love God with what you do with your money? What does it look like to be the sort of person that other people want to be around? You're going to need wisdom. And over the next few weeks, Proverbs is going to help you with that. And the third thing in verse 2, to understand words of insight. While wisdom and instruction deal with kind of who we are and our character and how we live, what sort of people we are, this deals with how we think. This, this has to do with like discretion, discernment, being able to think well about things, about people, and about events. Um, when I was young, I heard the same thing from my parents a lot. Um, they used to say to me, do you take me for a fool? Do you take me for a fool? Do you ever hear that from your parents? Do you take me for a fool? Um, probably says a lot about me, who I was as a child. I was always trying to pull the wool over, my eyes, over the eyes of my parents. Maybe you hear that, or something like that, something to that effect when you're trying to deceive your parents, or maybe you're, you're lying to your parents. Not that we would ever lie to our parents. Um, or maybe not lie, but certainly try to avoid the full-blooded truth, you know. To be wise in life, 
to have understanding, to have insight, is to think well. It's to not be taken for a fool. To be wise means that you're going to be able to hear not only people's words and see not only people's actions, but maybe understand why people say what they say or why people do what they do. And this is really helpful because it means that if you're wise, you're going to be able to see maybe when people are trying to hurt you with their words or with their actions and protect yourself. Or maybe more importantly, you're going to be able to see when someone does something that's out of character and see that something's wrong with them and that they need protected or that they need helped. Wisdom helps us thrive in who we are and how we think. Verse 3, it follows on developing the same things. It says to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity. In righteousness, that refers once again to your character, being an upright and good person. And justice and equity, well, that's what a good person looks like in practice. What it means to be a good person towards others. What it looks like to treat others well to love your neighbor as yourself, to help those in need, to stand up against inequality and injustice and untruths. To be a righteous person, to be a good person, means to be someone who is just and fair. These are, again, things we'll be exploring over the the coming weeks. Why is this important? Why is this important to you? Why is this important to you tonight? I think Proverbs tells us, and it's because you're young, okay? Don't take this as me being patronizing, but it's because you're young. Verse 4 tells us why Proverbs is written to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. That's you. In other words, who needs wisdom? We want to say everybody, of course, everybody needs wisdom, but especially those who are young. I say this is important for two reasons. When you're young, and again, please don't hear this as me being patronizing. Uh, it's what I'd love to be able to tell a younger me. And I like to think I'm young. I'm only 28, right? I'm not, I'm not an old person. I'm not as old as Henry. When you're young, you think you know more than you do. We're not wise, but often we think we are, okay? Have anybody, again, heard from the adults in your life? especially from your teachers. Oh, to be a... UCAS isn't an important decision, okay? Your career isn't the most important decision. What subjects you study at school isn't the most important decision. Where you go to university doesn't really matter, let me tell you. Those aren't the important things. But when you're young, you're going to make decisions about your body, about your character, about the sort of person you want to be, about the sort of lifestyle you want to follow, and whether God has any say in that. This is going to impact your life. And so you need wisdom and you need it badly. The, the reality is when we're, when we're young, we think we know lots, but also if we're honest, we look at all that life has come in our way, right? We think studies, whether that's college or tech or uni or work or no studies at all. We think of relationships in this ever-changing world of, of relationships and what people say is good and acceptable, the sort of people that you want to spend your time with, the sort of person you might want to spend your life with money, how to earn it and how to spend it, future, what you're going to do, the present and the pressures that comes with that, maybe that's partying and all that goes with that, maybe it's sex, maybe it's social media, who you follow and why you follow and how much time you spend on it, what you look at on the internet when no one is looking, maybe it's how to treat others, how you conduct yourselves, 
how you want to portray yourselves to others. And we think we know everything, but then we look at everything that's coming and we don't have a clue. I'm married with kids. I don't have a clue. So we need wisdom. Wisdom, verse 4, gives us prudence. That's a weird word. But basically it means to be shrewd, to be discerning. It means that basically you're not going to be a space cadet floating about this world, listening to people's opinions, but you're going to be grounded. You're going to be well thought out, based in truth, to have understanding and guidance, to know how to navigate life well. Or at least when you don't know how to navigate life well, go and talk to people who can help you. We need wisdom. If we are to survive and thrive, we need wisdom. So how can, we, how can we be wise? How can we, as we approach the book of Proverbs, be wise? How can we gain wisdom? How can we be wiser? Well, here's the theme of Proverbs. Proverbs 1 verse 7 says this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That means wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. How can we be wise? How are you going to get the most wisdom you can as you read Proverbs, as you read Scripture, as you walk through this life? We need to fear the Lord. We need to fear the Lord. As we look at Proverbs, this wonderful book with its weird phrases and interesting thoughts, we're not going to get anything out of it unless we fear the Lord. Uh, to fear the Lord doesn't mean that we sort of look at Jesus like he's like the boogeyman, he's going to get you. It doesn't mean we live our lives terrified of upsetting God. Rather, if we trust in Jesus, if we have faith in Jesus Christ, we are united to Jesus' perfection, and so we can rest assured with a hope that is sure and secure that we will always have God's love. And we will always have God's favor. And we will always be his. And he will always be ours. This wise, powerful, wonderful, loving God who knows all and created all and knows how best we ought to live. That to fear the Lord means that we recognize God for who he is and live our life in response to that. Our mighty creator, our wonderful savior, our loving king, our heavenly father. I like to, I like to read. Um, I haven't read much these past few years, unfortunately. I'm so much more prone to sit up and uh, watch The Simpsons on Disney Plus these days. Um, sometimes I'm too lazy to turn it off before the next episode comes on. And Proverbs actually has something to say about laziness that I probably need to read again. But every year, every year I try and read uh, C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia. Absolute bangers of books, aren't they? Have you read them? Absolutely, oh, just wonderful. I read them as a kid. These are the, this is the copy of one of the, one of the seven books I got as a kid. Still have them. Whip them out every year. Have we read? Read them as an adult, and I love it. And there's a bit, I'd say this is probably the best known Narnia bit, the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. There's a bit in this book where a family of beavers explain to the main characters who Aslan is. And Aslan, in the book, he represents Jesus. Let me, let me read it for you. Who is Aslan? Asked Susan. Is he a man? Asked Lucy. Aslan? A man? Said Mr. Beaver sternly. Certainly not. I tell you, he's the king of the wood and the son of the great emperor beyond the sea. Don't you know who is the king of beasts? 
Aslan is a lion. The lion. The great lion. Oh, said Susan. I thought he was a man. Is he, is he quite safe? She'll feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. That you will, said Mrs. Beaver. If there's anyone who can appear before Aslan without their knees knocking, they're either braver than most, or else just silly. And he isn't safe, said Lucy. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Don't you hear what Mrs. Beaver tells you? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. As you read their description of Aslan, you understand what it means to fear the Lord. As the beavers talk about Aslan, they're not scared of him. But there's a fear there. And to fear the Lord means just to realize the sheer worthiness and weight and majesty of who God is. And to give him the recognition he deserves. To, to be wise is to understand God for who he is. It's not safe. All right? A life of wisdom is not safe. It does not guarantee a nice, tidy, easy life. But life that is wise and life that is good. Life that realizes that God is God and God is great. And the ways that he calls us to are good for us. Well, the wisdom that comes from that will enable us not to live safely, but to live well in this adventure that Jesus calls us to follow him on. Do you want to be someone with character? Do you? Ask yourself that tonight. Do you want to be someone with character? Do you want to be someone who thinks well? How do you want to treat other people in this life? Do you want to treat others well and properly? Do you want to understand yourself and how you fit into this world and how you fit in to this life correctly? Do you want to have the tools to navigate this life, to deal with difficult questions and endure hardships and celebrate the joys and good gifts of God? Do you want to survive and thrive in this world? Then you need to fear the Lord. And take hold of the wisdom he has to give you. You need to see God for who he is. You need to listen to his words that we're going to read over the next few weeks in Proverbs. And we need to follow his way. Let me urge you, don't be a fool tonight. Don't be a fool and despise instruction. Be wise. Listen to God's voice and follow him. Your life depends on it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that people like us, fools and morons and silly idiots, can know you, the wonderful, glorious, wise God. 